I am so excited about this. I want to welcome you to the Purpose Project Podcast. During our time together, I will teach you how to pray, how to intentionally develop intimacy with your Creator, and challenge you to discover and embrace your God-ordained purposes. I am your host, Margie Florent. My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. I'm going to be talking tonight about how to train and develop your human spirit so that you could develop a better listening ear and hearing God's voice. Because I think a lot of people need to learn how to develop their human spirit, learn how to develop a listening ear, because God has a lot of things he would like to say to us. And sometimes I think we've hardened our heart, we've seared our conscience, or we don't know we're hearing the voice of God, and we just kind of just blow it off, and that's when we get into trouble, and that's when he, we get into we make mistakes. I'm hearing a scripture in my spirit. It's beloved above all. I wish that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. It's God's will for you to prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. But the way we enter into some of these promises is by being led by the Spirit of God. This is His will. This is His desire. But if we're ignorant of the Holy Spirit and how He speaks to us, then we're not going to enter into the fullness of the things that God has for us. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pray before we jump into this message Heavenly Father, I just come before you, uh, before your throne room of grace. And Father, I am asking that you would open up the eyes of our understanding. I am asking that you'd give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in how to develop and how to train our human spirit so that we can rightly divide what we are hearing and understand, Father, the direction, the things that we're questioning you about, the things that we need answers to, Father. I pray that tonight you would use this broadcast to help many, many, many believers all across the world to hear, to know, and to discern when exactly it is you speaking. So Holy Spirit, I invite you. I thank you that the entrance of your word brings light. I thank you, Holy Spirit. You said in your word, Jesus said he will take the things of mine and show it unto you. And I receive that promise tonight. And Jesus will give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. Okay, so we're going to talk about how to develop a listening ear, how to fine tune our spirit and develop a listening ear. Now, this is very, very foundational. This is very, very simple. But we need this foundation in order to hear from God. Uh, The scripture is coming to my mind. My sheep hear my voice and the voice of another they will not follow. So we need to understand what does God's voice sound like? What does it feel like? What does it look like? Okay, if God said, my sheep hear my voice and the voice of another they will not follow, well, then I want to know what I can do to have a greater um, discernment of the voice of my heavenly father. 
So with that being said, I'm going to read from John 16, 12 through 15. Jesus said, I still have many things to say to you. Remember, he was leaving. His disciples were upset. He said, I'm going to my father, but I'm sending you the comforter, the paracletos. He's going to help you. He's going to strengthen you. He's going to teach you. He's going to guide you. He's still going to lead you. He's going to testify of me. He's going to glorify me. He's going to convict and convince the world of their need for Jesus. Everything that you have need of is in the Holy Spirit. But specifically, he said, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truths. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. Remember, Jesus said, I don't do anything unless my father tells me to do it. So now we hear that the Holy Spirit does not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears from the father, he will speak. Who will he speak it to? He will speak it to your spirit spirit and he will tell you things to come he will glorify me for he will take of mine and what is mine and he will declare it unto you all things that the father has are mine therefore i said that he will take of mine and declare it or reveal it unto you what i sense in my spirit as i'm reading this is that many 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 of you are are in, in are, are have a lot of decisions to make and you're at a crossroad and you're praying and you're wondering what should I do should I go over here or should I go over there well when we get quiet before God and we really develop a listening ear we will hear the voice a voice behind us saying or a voice within us saying this is the way walk ye in it it's not God's will that you be in the dark God said, I want you to be in the light. I want you to know the things that are freely given to you by my spirit. It's my will. But what we need to do is we need to develop a listening ear. What does God's voice sound like? Jesus said he's going to lead you and he's going to guide you into all truth. He's going to show you things to come. Okay? But we got to understand. We have to understand how is he going to speak? But before we get into those truths, we have to lay, like I said, this foundation so that we can understand the fact that we are a spirit. First Thessalonians 5.23, we have a soul and we live in a physical body. God is not a mind. God is a spirit, okay? And when God speaks, he speaks to our human spirit. Okay, and so these are the things that we need to know and understand. Okay, Brother Hagen once said, now we know he said he's going to lead us and guide us into all truth, but I have to jump in and say this right here, that very often many of us have been just simply unconsciously led by our spirit. We, you know, we'll, we'll go over here and we'll go over there and we happen to run into this one and we happen to run into that one. And we were just literally unconsciously led by our spirit. And yes, that happens. And I've had it happen multiple times in my life. Okay, where we're just unconsciously led by our spirit, especially as you develop your human spirit, you develop in the things of the spirit, you will you will sense God leading you and guiding you or pulling you or holding you back or pushing you or gently guiding you a certain direction. And as you develop that, you realize later on, wow, that was God leading me all the time. It may, it may seem like it's unconsciously led, 
but really our conscience is a good guide as a born-again believer and as we trust in our spirit and trust in our heart and trust that those leadings that we're getting are from God we will see that God can lead us and guide us into certain areas and answer some of these questions that many of you have okay now as I lay this foundation what I kept thinking about today was you know I'm gonna teach you and I'm gonna minister this to you but you, you have to listen with your heart what I'm telling you. This is not just head knowledge. It is, I have come that I may impart something to you. The spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation. So some things can be taught, but you also have to catch the meaning of what I'm sharing with you today in this broadcast. Some things are better caught than taught. So as I share these things with you, just listen with your heart. Listen, not with your head, but listen also with your heart. What is God saying to you? And oftentimes when a person is a prophetic teacher or moving prophetically and teaching, you will hear him speak to you and you will hear just through my teaching. He'll start to talk to you about this and talk to you about that. So be open to direction coming to you as I share this foundational truth with you okay so let's lay the foundation we already said it but i'm going to say it again you are a spirit first of all you are a spirit you have a soul and you live in a physical body okay first thessalonians 5 23 now may the god of peace himself sanctify you holy and i pray your whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you are a triune being and the leadings and the guidance that we get come into our spirit. Okay. Number two, the spirit, soul, and body can be divided. It says in Hebrews 4.12 that the word of God is living and sharp and powerful. It's sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. And the word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So spirit, soul, and body can be divided. When you die and, you're, and, and your time comes, your spirit and your soul are going to leave your body and you're going to go up to be with Jesus in heaven and your body is going to be here on the earth. And oftentimes so many people are led by feelings. They're led by, you know, how they feel and feelings is the voice of your body. Okay. Feelings is the voice of your body. And if you listen to the voice of your body, you're going to be like a yo-yo Christian tossed to and fro and carried about and let not that man think he's going to get any guidance. But if you, you just discipline your body, bring your body under subjection and listen to your spirit, you will hear the voice of your good shepherd. So spirit, soul, and body can be divided. Now listen to this with my spirit with my inner man, with my heart, I contact the spirit realm. Just let that soak in for a second. With my spirit, I contact the spirit realm. Remember, God is a spirit. You are a spirit. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Okay, with my spirit, with my heart, with the real me. Okay, I contact the spirit realm. There's so much here, okay? Just hang in, in here with me. With my soul, I contact 
the intellectual realm, okay, with my soul, it, your soul is your mind, your will, and your intellect. So with your soul, you contact the intellectual realm. Your soul um, is, is, can reason and think, but you have to think about that scripture. What does the scripture say? Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Don't lean to your soul. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So with your spirit, you contact the spirit realm. With your soul, you contact the intellectual realm. And with your body, you contact the physical realm. Now, all these different parts of you can be developed. But unfortunately, not many people develop their hum human spirit or train their human spirit, okay? We develop our souls, our intellect, our mind. We go to school and we think, 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 think. We develop our bodies. We go to the gym. We, we, we use resistance training to cause muscles to grow and develop. But oftentimes, we neglect the spirit of man, the heart of man. And that's why it becomes more difficult for us to hear the voice of God. But thank God, we're going to jump in and we're going to learn how to develop and how to train our human spirit so that we can more easily uh, hear the voice of our Father. I'm going to throw this in here. Conscience is the voice of your spirit. Conscience is the voice of your spirit. Reason is the voice of your soul. Reason is the voice of your soul. Feelings is the voice of your body, okay? We're laying up foundation. Now let's first talk about the, the spirit of man. The spirit of man is the part of you, boy, I could feel God's heart starting to rise up in a greater measure. Thank you, Lord. The spirit of man is the part of you that is born again. Jesus said in um, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21, that if any person is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. Okay, so when you get born again and you receive Jesus Christ into your heart and you are become a child of God, the part of you that's been recreated and changed and the part of you that's brand new is not your soul, not your body, but it's your spirit. The Bible calls it the hidden man of the heart, okay? Your spirit man is the part of you <clears throat> that is born again. John 3, 3 through 8 says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So the part of you that's born again is your human spirit. Okay, now when you're praying in tongues, 1 Corinthians 14, 14 says, I will pray with the spirit. I will pray with the understanding also. I will pray with the spirit. Okay, so when you're praying in tongues, my spirit, the Amplified says, by the Holy Spirit within me is praying. So when you're praying in tongues, it's your spirit that is praying. 
You're not praying out of your mind. You're not praying out of your intellect. It's not your body. Yep, you form the words. God uses your voice, your vocal cords. You form the words because your spirit is a part of the, of the triune self that you are. It comes up, but you form the words. But in essence, it's your spirit that's praying. So when you're praying in tongues, you're praying from your spirit. Now, when we talk about... Uh, the leadings, we have to understand that John 7, 37 and 38, the Bible says, out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Out of what? Out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Your inner man is your spirit. And when it flows, it comes up out of your spirit. And that's what he's talking about. So when we talk about leadings and being guided by the Holy Spirit, these leadings and the answers to your questions, <clears throat> they come out of your spirit, okay? Remember, with my spirit, I contact the spirit realm. With my soul, I contact the intellectual realm. With my body, I contact the physical realm. Now, I'm taking this very slow because the Holy Spirit wants me to take this very slow. He wants me to lay this foundation so that the foundation is sure, so that you get what he is saying, and so that you understand that the leadings come out of your spirit. You can definitely develop your inner man just like you can develop or educate your mind and develop your body, okay? So how do we train or develop the human spirit? How do we do that, okay? <clears throat> Number one, develop an awareness of your spirit man, okay? Develop an awareness of your spirit man. This is what I do, okay? I oftentimes think about especially in my journey as I began to walk with God, I often say, I am a spirit. I have a soul and I live in a body. And it causes me to develop an awareness of the fact that the real me is the hidden man of the heart. The real me is my spirit man. And so as I meditate upon that, it causes me to be more aware. I am a spirit. I have a soul and I live in a body. It's a spiritual exercise. It helps me to develop an awareness of my innermost being, my inner man, the core of who I am. The Bible says somewhere, I don't know where, but the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. So the spirit of man is where God leads. The spirit of man is where God guides. The spirit of man is where God directs. It is the candle of the Lord, and it searches all the inward parts of the belly, okay? Number two, be God inside-minded, okay? Remember, some things are better caught than taught. You need to develop yourself to become more God inside-minded. Well, how do you do that? This is what I do. When I'm thinking or waiting on God for direction, first of all, I'm never in a hurry. You know, and my team knows that. If I'm not getting direction from God, I don't know what to do. Don't expect me to get in a hurry. I learned um, over the years that love is patient. God is patient. He is very patient. And he knows how to deal with you. He knows how much time you need. And for me personally, I am not in a hurry. 
So when I'm asking God for direction, I, I just wait. And what I do is I look on the inside of me. It's like I used to tell my Bible school students, and Pastor Anthony will testify of this. What I would tell my Bible school students, and I'm teaching you this truth. What I do is I, it's like I have eyes behind my eyes. And I look on the inside of me. I don't look out here for God to speak. I don't look for him in the sky. I don't look for him in, in the voice of reason. I look and I and I look inward. It's like I have eyes behind my eyes and I look on the inside of me and I say, Lord, what is your will about this situation? Lord, what are you saying? And I wait. The Bible says I waited patiently for the Lord. And okay, you wait and you look inward and you listen, okay? And now remember, when it comes to guidance, your head may say one thing, but your heart will tell you another thing. That's why it's important to develop your human spirit. Let me put it to you this way. Your friends may tell you one thing, but your heart will tell you another thing. It's always good to listen to your heart. Your spirit, your inner man knows things your head doesn't know. Your heart, your inner man by the Holy Spirit knows things that that you and your friends don't know. You have got to, yeah, I know. I just heard the Holy Ghost say, you have to prove all things, hold fast to that which is good, and don't judge anything before the time. You have to listen to the voice of your heart, and it's good to wait until you know that you know that you know that you know. So what I do is I look inward. Remember, and this sounds, you know, I don't even know how to word it, but this is Christianity today. You have a divine guide living on the inside of you. Remember, Jesus said, I will guide you into all truth. I will lead you and guide you into all truth by my Holy Spirit that I am going to send. He is going to testify of me. He's going to show you things to come. You have this divine person, the Holy Spirit, living on the inside of you. That's why it's good to become aware of your human spirit and aware of this other person living on the inside of you. Number three, how to develop or train the human spirit. Number three, meditate on the word of God. Joshua 1 8 says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you will meditate day in and day out that you may observe to do according to all that is written. A good way to develop and train your human spirit is by meditating in the word of God. What does that mean? It means put the word of God in your heart. Listen to the word of God. Take a few scriptures and think about them over and over and over and over. I am a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. I am a spirit. I have a soul and I live in a body. Ah, my sheep hear my voice and the voice of another they will not follow. And just meditate on the scriptures. Put the word of God in your heart. When you put scriptures in your heart and the word of God in your heart, you're building up your inner man. You're causing him to be strong and, and you're causing him to be more active, okay? I think sometimes we just don't know how to activate our inner man. But when you put the word of God in your heart, it activates your inner man, 
okay? Meditate on the Word of God. Number four, spend time with God in all kinds of prayer postures. There's, or this is a whole nother message. There are all different kinds of prayer and all different kinds of prayer postures. So spend time with God. When you, listen, you become what you behold. When you spend time with God, you are changed into the same image from glory to glory to glory, and you develop an awareness and a keenness of who he is, what he's about, and what his character and his nature is. And you're transformed um, into that same image, and therefore, it causes you to be, to, be, to be strengthened with might on the inside of you. So spend time with God with all kinds of prayer and all kinds of prayer postures. And I'm going to share with you what I've been doing a lot lately. And those of you that have heard my teachings, especially in the last four years, I, I have a new revelation, so to speak. Not, not a new revelation in the Word of God, but something I've really been uh, putting into practice and something that I've really put a lot of value on. Okay, and something that I don't feel guilty about doing. And one way that I've been developing and training my human spirit and just causing him to be built up is what I do is if I wake up in the middle of the night, I meditate on the Lord as I'm in my bed. Okay, instead of worrying and thinking and, and meditating and all the things that I have to do the next day, I meditate on the word of God and I sing on the inside of me with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. I just, I just, I allow my spirit man, listen, to gain the ascendancy over my mind. Now my body is already resting. My body is already at peace. My body is al already inactive. So that, that's one thing out of the way, but it's the mind, you know, we have to deal with. But when I'm laying in my bed, and sometimes and I know some of you have been through this. You know, maybe for two or three hours, I might be up in the middle of the night. And I just meditate on the Lord. It is the most beautiful, precious time with Jesus. When you're laying in bed and you just worship him in spirit and in truth. And, or you have a song or a hymn or a spiritual song or a song you know by Jesus culture or a hill song. And that song just goes over and over and over on the inside. And it's on repeat. It just keeps playing over and over and over and over again. That's meditation. That's meditating on the Lord. And that's building yourself up. It's building your inner man. And therefore, you will be more sensitive to hearing the voice of God. I'm going to be honest with you. I've noticed since I've been doing that the last three or four years that I have developed a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit and his voice like I have never had before. And I don't really think it's because tomorrow, by the way, I turned 62. Tomorrow's my birthday. I had to put that in. But I don't think it has anything to do with natural age. Spiritual development and natural development are two completely different things. I think because I've been practicing this kind of praying, I think it's helped to develop and train my human spirit. And I've become way more sensitive to hearing his voice. It's, it's actually quite incredible. And, and let me tell you, my friends, the sky is the limit in hearing the voice of the Good Shepherd. He desires to lead you and guide you in all the affairs of your life. Jesus told Brother Hagin, if you learn to follow my voice and you learn to follow what we're going to get into next week, the inward witness, so we're not going to get into it tonight. He says, I will cause you to be rich. Now, rich doesn't mean 
you know, uh, rich people think rich, you know, rich just simply means a full supply, contentment. Just rich is has to do with, you know, being sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit and knowing when something's going on with one of your kids. What is that? An alarm goes off, an alert goes off. It's your spirit bearing witness that there's something going on with one of your children. What is that? That's the voice of the Holy Spirit. That's the divine guide alerting you and telling you that something's going on. You can get that witness, that voice of the Holy Spirit that gives you, just, just gives you like a something's wrong. Something's not right. It's a red light. It's something's off. That's the voice of your spirit. Okay, so we're going to learn how to develop that. So spend time with God with all kinds of prayer postures. Again, I love doing this in the middle of the night. And it's quiet. Nobody's up. Let me give you some scriptures. Psalm 63, 6. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. Psalms 119, 148. My eyes anticipate the watches of the night. Going to bed, going to sleep, and going, Lord, I anticipate. My spirit neither slumbers nor sleeps, and neither does your spirit. You neither slumber nor sleep. And I thank you, Lord, that I'm in constant communion with you. I thank you that there's an activity between me and you. You know, that's why I believe sometimes, you know, many of you have had these dreams and these visions in the night because the Holy Spirit is communicating with your spirit information, things <clears throat> He wants you to know and things he wants you to be aware of. We're communing with God in our bed. I meditate on your word, the psalmist says. Isaiah 26, 9a, my soul longs for you in the night. Indeed, my spirit within me diligently seeks you. Okay, number five, how do we develop or train our, our human spirit? How do, we, uh, how do we develop more of a listening ear? You know, you know exactly what I'm going to say. Some of you could type it in and you could tell me exactly what I'm going to say. One of the uh, uh, best ways, well, they're all good, but a good way, one of the many ways, and this one I like, is when you pray in tongues, Okay, when you're praying in tongues, the Bible says, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. When you pray in tongues, you're edifying yourself. That word edify means to charge up. So when you're praying in tongues, you're charging up, you're developing, and you're building your inner man. Okay, Jude 1.20 says, building up yourselves. Hi, Mary Jo, I miss you. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Spirit. So when you're praying in, in the Spirit, you're charging your spirit. It's causing you to be more sensitive, more susceptible to hearing his voice. Oftentimes, when I've spent a, a, tr a tremendous amount of tongues, time praying in tongues, and I'll get quiet. I'll get really quiet. It causes me to be able to hear the voice of God in a greater measure. Or if I didn't hear from him in that moment, in that time of seeking him, as I do some of these other things I've, I've taught you to do, I look on the inside if I'm going and I'm parking my car and I'm going into the pet store and I'm buying food for my Milo, I, I look on the inside and then I'll just get the direction that I need, okay? So it's developing your human spirit. Number six, uh, secret prayer develops an awareness of his presence, okay? When you go into secret prayer, Jesus said, when you go into prayer, shut the door. Your father, hi, Judy, your father, which sees in secret, he'll not only reward you, but that time of secret prayer develops your human spirit 
to the place where you become more aware of the presence of God, okay? And let me tell you, when you go into that room, you, it causes you to focus on the Lord and you shut things out. You shut out the world, you shut out the flesh, you just shut things out and you focus your attention completely on Him, okay? Let's talk about the soul. I wanna get through the rest of these. I'm only gonna take another three or four minutes. Okay, so we are a spirit. We have a soul and we live in a body. So what do we do with the soul, Mark? What do we do with the soul? Well, the Bible talks about uh, restoring the soul. Psalms 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd. He restores my soul. I shall not want. Okay, you know the Psalms 23. But the scripture says, he restores my soul. What we do with the soul, you get born again. Your spirit is a new creation. But your soul needs to be restored, especially if you've been through a lot of trauma in your life. And I just came from a powerful event with Yolanda, Apostle Yolanda Stith and Apostle Ryan Lestrange and some very incredible ministers of the gospel. And there was a lot of ministry this weekend on trauma and soul and soul ties and all these things. I believe that God is, is, is doing a new thing in the souls of his believers because he's getting us ready. And if we have trauma, if we have things in our souls, it's going to keep us from advancing. So what do we do? God said, I will restore your soul. The Hebrew word restore and the Greek word renew mean the same thing. He will renew your soul. So what do we do with this? our soul? We, we, he renews our soul. Uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, uh, I urge you, brethren, by God's mercy, you know, well, wrong scripture. Let me see if I could quote it. Uh, be not conformed to this world, but be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So we have to renew our mind. Our mind, will, and emotions need to be renewed. So how do we renew our mind? We renew our mind with the word of God. Number three, a third scripture, James 1.21. What do we do with this, our soul? The Bible talks about saving the soul. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness an overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, which is able to save your souls. There's many scriptures that we could talk about that cause a renewal in your soul and a, and a restoration in your soul and a healing from trauma. I know for me personally, I remember one time I was driving my car and, 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 and I, and, and this, this testimony is in my book, a love like that. And, and I looked over at my daughter and, and, and she she was little at the time and she was doing ballet and she had her little cute, you know, uh, tutu on. And, and it, it was this, this little, this, this like burgundy color. And she had her hair in a little bun and she was so cute. I could just hardly stand it. And when I looked at her, I remember just the love just welling up out of me when I looked at her and I thought, how do I describe the love that I have for her? How do I describe the feeling that I have? And, and I just was thinking that she was like my treasure. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me audibly, just as clear as a man speaks to a friend. And we're going to get into how he speaks. And he said, and you are my treasured possession. And when I heard that, it just brought a healing to my soul, a part of my soul that I didn't know needed healing. 
And the Bible says we're accepted in the beloved. And so when we, when we know God loves us and that we're his treasured possession and that we're accepted by him, it drives out fear. It casts out fear. It causes our soul to come at, at rest. And therefore, we're healthy. And we have healthy souls, not just healthy spirits, but healthy souls so that spirit, soul, and body, we can do the work of God. Lastly, what do we do with our body? You and I have to present our bodies. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. So what do we do with our bodies? We present our bodies to God. And number two, we keep it under control. 1 Corinthians 9.27, I strike my body, lest I have, after I preach to others, I myself would be a castaway. So this is foundational. These are foundational truths. What I would encourage you to do is I would encourage you to practice the things that I shared with you in this broadcast. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. With my spirit, I contact the spirit realm. My spirit is the voice of, the, of my conscience. Use the tools that I've given you. Become more aware of the fact that the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. And then next week, I'm going to talk to you about the primary ways the Holy Spirit leads. I'm going to pray for you. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are in the process of building the church and that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. And some things that many of my brothers and sisters who are listening that they're experiencing is not warfare from the enemy, but it's the war in their own souls, war in their own uh, emotional. So, Father, I'm asking you tonight, I'm asking you today, whenever the people listen, those that come in later to this broadcast, I am asking you to go right into the depths of their soul. Your spirit is upon me and you have anointed me to heal the brokenhearted, to bind up the wounds. So, Father, you know, not by might nor by power, but by your spirit, I am asking for a miracle. I am asking that you invade the homes, invade the places where my listeners are. I am asking that your love would come upon them. I'm asking that you that you would give them a revelation that they're accepted in the beloved a revelation that, that they are your treasured possession. I am asking you to do a quick work. I'm asking you to go into those areas of their souls and drive out the darkness. I'm asking you in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, that you would restore, restore their souls. And may the entrance of your word bring light. May any teaching, any scripture, any word of God that they've ever heard, Holy Spirit, I ask, that you would bring it to their remembrance so that it, and then and I hear the Lord say, because Father, you sit in your word, they are clean through the word of God. So Lord, take the scriptures, take the things that they have heard and received and cause it to wash over them and restore them and remove the guilt. There's someone that's so guilt ridden. Father, I ask, I speak over them that there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. You're walking after the spirit. Let it go. Let go of the guilt. Let go of the guilt. 
as far as the east is from the west, that's how far God said, I've cast your sins away not to be remembered anymore. My blood washes you and cleanses you from all unrighteousness. Let it go today. So just lift your hand right now and say, Lord, I let, I let go of the guilt. I let it go. I let it go. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you. I praise you. Father, I thank you for next week. I thank you that we will get into how you lead, guide, and direct. But, Father, I ask that the Holy Spirit would bring all things that I have taught them in these foundational truths to their remembrance so that they can be ready to move to the next level in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project Podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.